You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello, Daniel, the naturopath here. I wanted to talk to you about the soil and why it's so important for health. Um, A lot of the American soil has been destroyed through years of monoculturing and bad farming practices, the FDA running, you know, being run by Monsanto and everything else for years and 50 years. I mean, we just like, it's only our denial that separates us from this fact. (laughs) And um, the the soil has been eroded. The animals that we use are completely soy fed. Even the races of a lot of the animals have been you know, they're so far away from their rustic ancestors, um, which we do refine in Europe in certain areas and a lot of, you know, their production of meat and chicken. And so there's a lot to be done. Um, but one of the most important things to realize is that until we can get all this stuff fixed, there's a similarity between the soil and the blood and what's lacking in the soil we can make up for with blood like using blood as a remedy. Now, it doesn't mean we're going to be like drinking blood or like vampires or anything, but this is like cooking it with foods. Um, it goes undetected. You will never, most of the people won't even detect it in certain foods, especially if it just replaces eggs in certain recipes. I mean, this is a famous Swedish expression to replace one egg with a certain amount of blood or whatever and use this for cooking everything from cakes to to to, to foods, to breads, to, you know, it, it can go into everything. It's kind of like the the insect movement that's happening in France where they're putting insect parts and all these crackers and cookies to bring more protein. It's the same idea and it can be invisible almost. I mean, we do have traditions that go back to blood, like, you know, blood sausage and blood pudding and, you know, these kind of like black bread and different marchia in Spain and uh, boudin, you know. So we do already have all this stuff, but we have to go back into it to, to make our way out. I mean, I discovered this myself because I was making one of my favorite weekly dishes of chicken liver pate, and I realized in America it was so pink, and it was just, I was like, and it didn't taste right, and I was like, what's happening here? And I had the best quality I could find. Like, I was ordering, you know, these chicken livers, no soy fed, and, you know, just everything I could find to, to up the game, but it just still wasn't working. So I ended up, you know, combining a little bit of, um, I went to the Asian market where for $3 you can buy beef blood frozen from the Philippines. So it's it's from another soil, but anyway. And I started adding that to the recipe. And the recipe got back its beautiful color. It got back its like taste. There was a more rich taste. And actually, to be honest with you, even going to the toilet, I started to realize that my... You know, the toilet, like the the fecal matter and everything was coming back to something which was more perfect, I guess you could say smooth, the right color, right tone, right size and all this. And this was a big deal for me because coming from the European soil to America, I was there for 15 years. My body was able to pick up on very, all these differences. And a lot of them were coming through, like there would be... um, you know, jagged edges and things like that. And I could tell that there was inflammation. There was something happening in the gut. And so now I've been able to get it all back. And one of the easiest ways was this very inexpensive chicken liver pate once or two, once a week, you know, like make enough to you know, last you two, three days or whatever, but or two, you know, two meals, two, three meals. It's not enormous, but just that was able to 
bring the gut system back into a sort of norm. Um, and it wasn't expensive either. So this is very important. We have to start shying away from local foods, you know, just local. Local's good for a lot of things, but we don't want to do it with everything. It, it can be completely stupid because we're borrowing soils from different nations that are doing things better than we are and or they're less destroyed or whatever. And so that's ridiculous to deny yourself that in a global market that we're kind of in today. Like, okay, some vegetables, you know, organic and, you know, local and, okay, I get it. But, like, when it comes to meat, I wouldn't touch anything that has the word USDA written on it because of the process they use. It's all soy-fed. Even the grass-fed, I don't really trust. It's better. It's better. Grass-fed, organic, you know, with a lot of promises written on it. You know, real promises, not just, like, 100% natural. Like, real promises written on it about what they're doing. Um, if they're doing anything extra, they're going to put it on there because it costs them a lot of money to do those things. You know, um, if it's 100% grass-fed, truly, you know, if what does that mean, grass-fed? That means dried grains, uh, dried grasses, hay, uh, fermented hay, and with, you know, supplements that are allowed, fermented probably soy, fermented, um, you know, canola-like um, um, pulps. And there's a lot of other things going on there that we don't think about. And these things affect the, the, the nervous, well, the endocrine system. All this marbled meat fetish, this is ridiculous. If you go over in Europe, you have meat, which is very masculine in a way. It's very red. It's like blood. You take it, and it gives you that testosterone. It gives you that, that rise and that energy and that jolt. Now here, they, they think, oh, the best thing is we're going we're gonna to feminize the meat. We're going to bring all this marbling and fat and this kind of like, you know, all this into it. And that's going to make it better. And so it makes it taste better. But the problem is, um, like, you're, you're combining things that, that that was intended for. One is intended for the white needs in the body, meaning a lot of the, like, serotonin, um, you know, the fat, the lymphatic system, the healing, almost like the parasympathetic system, the, the system which is about healing, relaxation, coming back down. And, and then there's the red system. And the red system is more about the blood, the testosterone, the action, the activity, and the, the, the orthosympathetic, you know, not the parasympathetic. And um, so this is, this is um, being confounded and mixed together in the, the hope of making something taste better or whatever. But we're missing the point because now this testosterone building meat doesn't exist in the American market anymore. And I started to lose faith in a lot of the grass fed because I saw the marbling. And I was like, what? That is not possible. So they're doing something. You know, I was like, well, is it the, is it the canola pulp, uh, soy pulp, or any of these types of pulps that they're allowed to feed at a certain percentage, 5% because it's not considered legally? Nah, nah, nah. Like, uh, what is doing it? What is modifying the system, you know? And so there is some good grass-fed out there, probably. It's probably going to be more expensive. It has to be expensive or you can't find the right stuff anyway, especially at this point. And they are doing some efforts, you know, Cisco, which is a huge, you know, monopoly. But, you know, they're importing Irish beef now for the first time ever. They're probably going to gouge the prices. But at least they're starting to make some efforts to do the daring part of American competition, which is to show the American farmers that their meat ain't shit. You know, and that's scary because a lot of them are scared because they went down the wrong path. But we have to wake up. We have to go back. 
into true red grass-fed meat. Um, and then if we want the fat, we'll get that from somewhere else. We don't have to have that. I mean, there's cuts of the cow, the cattle that already represent that, but, um, you know, a red steak is kind of what I'm looking for in general. I mean, you can marinate, you can do whatever you need to it, but when things are done right, we don't have to go through all of this 6 billion spices on everything. And, and this is because we're doing it all wrong. You know, that was the first thing I learned in France is when you have all these spices and things on meat, the first question is what's wrong with it? You know? So we have to change our perceptions on this. And, um, and so the soil plays a key role here and, uh, blood can be used to overcome the soil. A lot of people eat liver and they do liver shakes and do different types of things where you can mix liver with ice cream to make it palatable. You can mix it with all sorts of different things to make it work. Um, but this is people trying to get that blood back. They're trying to get something back that they're losing. And so I'm just trying to help with what I can to point out a way to overcome the soil deficiencies in America as kind of like not a European body, but as someone who's had to feel the differences of those soils and consciously be able to see what they're doing to not only the when you go to the bathroom and everything else, but to the feeling you have, the energy, the, you know, everything. So stay away from soy-fed animals, which pretty much means everything USDA. Uh, you might be able to find for red meat, you can pick up New, England, um, New Zealand lamb in order to, to get by. There's probably some, you know, veal hamburger meat, which is bright red somewhere along the way, which can be nice. There's a few little tricks that you have to find to get this type of stuff and probably import and everything else. But um, and until we find the way out, we have to be careful with all this soy-fed um, stuff because it's destroying the body. And uh, it's hard for the body to get all that endocrine disruption out of there. That's why they don't have hormones in meat anymore because they found a way to do it naturally, you know. Or, you know, not naturally, but with soy. So it's kind of like a Trojan horse, this soy thing. It's the Chinese invasion of our market, in a way, through allowing this kind of plant to come through and build up so much. And it's very symbolic of where we're at, even with our, you know, relations with other nations right now. It's all symbolic. So we have to get back our soil. We have to get back our the blood of our country and um, get back the action, you know, that part that stands up and that can rise up against whatever tyranny and, and be strong. So anyway, I hope that could be helpful to somebody.